the team sees that too, right? They see these things and then their paycheck is bouncing like, right? So that's an example of the spending not being in alignment with the values. And I think I I love your your values check, Sabrina, because it makes sense to do a values check on your spending too. Sometimes you're spending just to spend. And if you want to be spending more time with your family, are you doing things and aligning your spending in a way that will allow you to be able to afford that, right? It makes sense to make a sacrifice in one spot to be able to have the time, which is the thing that you actually really want. So true. When the boss, right? If we're the boss and then we're uh, having a big house, car, or whatever lifestyle you want, uh, fancy penthouse, you deserve that. However, do you see how that will play into other people's lives? Because when you are a leader, you're not just doing by example, but you actually in the position to influence and to impact. So if you want your impact, Hey there, my friend. Welcome to the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals Podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina. I am a cardiothoracic surgery PA with a background in public health and neuroscience. I'm also your peak performance coach. I had to say no to working extreme long hours where I was always on call and feeling exhausted, underappreciated, and undervalued and said, heck yes, to a life and career that elevates my energy and passion without compromising my health and sanity. Now, I'm on the mission to support ambitious healthcare professional like you with a demanding career to become a confident leader who are living purposefully and fulfilled to truly be both a powerhouse in your career and a passionate person in life. Let's start our journey today. Hi, everyone. This is Sabrina, your host for the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals Podcast. Welcome back for another exciting episode. And today we have the lovely Julie with us. And she is someone who has been dealing with businesses, accounting, things that sometimes we don't even want to talk about. We just want to do the work and think of money just magically appears and somehow life will be good. And so Julie is a accounting and the owner of Green Oak Accounting, a firm that specializes in working with therapists, psychotherapists, psychologists, counselor, and private practice setting. And so I know many of you guys have private practices, even some are moving to telemedicine or want to start something of your own, right? Even some of us realizing the pandemic had made so many people forced to be furloughed or lost their job. How can we regain that drive that we have in medicine? How can we leverage our skill more? The things that we haven't even tapped into create this business, But without a business concept that we always work for someone else, it's really difficult to start. So I'm loving it that Julie is here with us. So Julie, please introduce yourself. Thanks for having me, Sabrina. So I'm excited to be here. I'm an accountant. I, my firm, I have a entire team. We specialize in, in working with therapists in private practice. And so we're very familiar with the mental health industry, but a lot of what we see applies to 
medicine in general, right? And I think that's why you invited me on, Sabrina. So I'm happy to be here where a lot of the the lessons and the mistakes that we see in mental health, they really do apply just across the board in, in the healthcare industries. So I'm excited to be here and chat about how to set up your business, right? All the different pieces, how to set yourself up for success in your own business. Yeah, which is so crucial. Now we're wrapping up the 2020 for two months and this is a recording. I'm sure many people who are listening to this on the podcast, it will be into the new year. So what are you doing now? Can you make your new year resolution actually become realistic and not something you just created and you forgot about it in the next month or two? Yeah, well, and and especially in the setting of a small business, right? A lot of professionals go into business without really understanding the financial side, the tax side, but there truly are consequences that are far reaching, right? So there's a lot of things that you can do in January, even February to set yourself up for success, even if you've been in business for many years, right? So regardless of when you're listening to this, it's never too late. Today is still better than tomorrow or next week or next month. That's always a good thing. But when you're in business, you're eventually going to owe the tax man, right? The IRS. And that day will come as long as you're making money. And so when that day comes, I actually see that as a good thing. That's a celebration. If your business is profitable, at some point you're going to owe taxes and that's a good thing, right? We don't want a business uh, to not be profitable. Then what's the point? What are we all doing here? There has to be profit in the practice. And so it has to be set up for success from the beginning in a profitable way that you as the business owner can sustain your lifestyle. That's also the goal too, right? A lot of people will go into private practice for themselves to make more money, have more time, have more flexibility and be the owners of their own schedule. And sometimes none of those things happen if they're not handling the financial side of it, right? Not only are you working sometimes more than you ever have before, but sometimes you don't end up with more money if you're not handling, if you're not being a good steward of that money. That is so true. My focus has always been how can you do all means can you enjoy your career success, put yourself into a spot where you're not having the emotional roller coaster of, oh, I have more clients. Oh, this is a great week. And next week, I have no idea what to do. Can you be productive and enjoy the time? And you are able to tap into your personal hobby, your family and friends. That takes the extra skill. But just by doing that, we also need to think about the financial piece what Julie is supplying because doesn't matter how much I can help someone to be that great leader, to really enjoy your life into fruition, we also don't want to slave ourselves into our personal mission. We do it because we want to leverage, we want freedom. So how can we be free? And it's also the financial piece of it. So love this topic. So Julie, please carry on. If uh, let's talk about from a existing, let's say people who are new to their own business, new to opening up their own clinic and whatnot, what do they have to really think about as they go into new year? Well, so I want business owners to be intentional about how they spend their money. Too often, you know, the business starts and you're kind of penny pinching or bootstrapping, right? Like doing doing the maybe doing the website yourself or doing a few things by yourself, and then all of a sudden the money starts coming in, and then the floodgates open. The money's going right back out just as fast, right? Everything is being either spent in the business or sometimes outside. We often see as soon as there's money being made. You went from you know, a brand new business to all of a sudden you're making 100, 200, 300,000 a year. And all of a sudden that personal spending is going up, 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 up. And so 
I love it when business owners are intentional about what's my financial, what's my personal budget? How much do I need to live comfortably at home? And I'm not saying you should not have the things that you want, right? How much do you need to live comfortably to pay your rent, your mortgage, your utilities, your car, have some vacations, be able to go out to eat or order into eat, however, however you're doing that, be able to do those things that you want to do, but being intentional about taking just that out of the business, because a business is a living thing. And it's air or oxygen is cash. The business needs cash. So, so often I see very successful business owners basically strangling their their businesses. They're taking out so much cash that the business is having a hard time surviving. They're they're not making payroll. They're consistently late on their expenses because they're personally taking out so much money to fund personal lifestyle. So I really like it when business owners can be intentional. That amount can be a lot. Some of our clients are take out $20,000 a month, 15,000, whatever you want that amount to be. And that's great. But then that's it, right? Or you have to be intentional about taking out a big chunk of cash for an investment or a home purchase or something else. But it's not just taking out money as you go. I also want business owners to be very intentional about saving money for taxes throughout the year. This is not just an end of the year thing. I will just work harder to make more money and pay that tax bill. If you're intentional from the get-go and always putting a percentage away for taxes, tax time is is not a surprise. It's never a surprise. It happens every single year. So then you're ready for that. And just those two things alone, just changing those two habits, knowing exactly how much you need to take home and taking just that and saving for taxes every week, month, every other week, whatever a sequence you pick, huge, huge difference. Such, such great tips. And that's the one thing I talk to people about, like preventing burnout is have these uh, weekly alignment exercise. Now, yes, I focus more on your value system, on what's non-negotiable. Really, your finance is part of your non-negotiable. We cannot live without money and we can't drain our bank account. So having at that little five minutes even to think about that or do a monthly, you budget it out, plan it out. So you know exactly what Julie is saying. You know, the X amount you're going to take out, X amount you're going to invest, and the rest you have to reinvest back into your business because we are morphing. Society is changing. Everything is changing. If we're unable to pivot, adapt, then you're left behind. And we don't know how to pivot and adapt if we don't learn from other people. And that's what the coaches are for, the collaboration, mastermind, all these things. And also make sure we need to think about our staff. If we're unable to elevate them, they're going to feel like underappreciated and not going to work toward the common goal as a whole. Yeah, and it's really disheartening for a staff member to see their check balance, right? That, I mean, the team sees that too, right? They see these things and then their paycheck is bouncing like, right? So that's a, an example of the spending not being in a, alignment with the values. And I think, I, I love your your values check, Sabrina, because it makes sense to do a values check on your spending too. Sometimes you're spending just to spend. And if you want to be spending more time with your family, are you doing things and aligning your spending in a way that will allow you to be able to afford that, right? It makes sense to make a sacrifice in one spot to be able to have the time, which is the thing that you actually really want. So true. When the boss, right, if we're the boss and then we're uh, having a big house, car, or whatever lifestyle you want, uh, fancy penthouse, you deserve that. However, do you see 
how that will play into other people's life. Because when you are a leader, you're not just doing by example, but you actually in the position to influence and to impact. So if you want your impact to be great, to be positive, that also means bring out the best in others. And it's not just how we want to live. And that takes extra ownership. And that's why what Julie is saying, can you really think about your value system in all the stuff that you want to have? And also don't feel like you have to have X, Y, Z and material things to show that you're successful, to show that you made it. Yes. Agree. Agree. And having cash, an emergency fund for the business in the bank, it's not as exciting, right? As having a a new fancy car or whatever your heart's desires, but you know, having cash in the bank, that means that just like you said, you're able to pivot really quickly. If you need to hire, you can afford to do that, right? You can do a lot of things really quickly. And our clients who had an emergency fund when COVID hit in March, we were having very different conversations with people with hundreds of thousands in the bank than the, the people who couldn't make the very next payroll. Those were very, very different situations where you know your business will survive, even though there's international pandemic. Like You know that you can keep things going through that, but not everyone is in that situation. Correct. So true. And it's about if you wanted to feel secure and safe, that means you have that safety in the back yeah. and have that saving. It is worrisome, even on the day-to-day. If you have a staff who's really dependent on that job to make ends meet, let's just say not ends meet, just to live. Do you really want it to be in a position that you couldn't pay someone? Right. That's definitely disheartening. And that takes a toll in our own ability as well. So one thing is to get to know your staff more on a personal level. If you're thinking about their well-being, almost like a friend, of course, we were more likely to take on that ownership to preemptively planning out our budget system. That's so awesome. And what other things you would give people suggestion of besides before you start a business or looking into the new year, definitely budgeting out, right? At least a few months ahead of time, knowing how much each month you want to save and if you have extra what you could invest in. Anything else you would suggest? Yeah. So I would say one of the mistakes I see often with business owners at all levels is hiring just a tax preparer. Like they just want the taxes done. And they say like something along the lines of, you know, oh, well, my admin will do the books or my, you know, someone else will do my wife, my cousin, whoever. Right. But I really see accounting, the accounting profession in general as a trusted advisor. So most of the big decisions in your business have a tax consequence and that the tax consequence should not be the only consideration, but it should be a consideration in your decision-making process. So having someone that you're not just working with at the end of the year, because guess what? If we're just working with someone at the end of the year, we're not thinking of you the, the rest of the year, right? That relationship isn't there. So you want a relationship with someone that you can call and say, hey, I'm thinking of doing this buying a building, adding a location, letting go of my location, doubling my staff size, whatever that may be, that person, that accountant can be intimately familiar with your specific situation, right? They've seen under the hood, they've seen the books, they know the tax situation that you're in and they can help advise on, well, have you thought of this? Or have you thought of uh, structuring it in this way that makes more tax sense for you? So accountants, of course, can do 
taxes at the end of the year, but there's so much more. And I would say as a business owner, not harnessing the power of that is a, is a mistake. That is so, so true. To me, it's like the healthy people who should still go see your primary care doc once a year because you want to have that relationship. If something urgent happens, instead of paying $100 at the ER or urgent care, you can actually just call your primary care because they actually remember you and know you and you can get in or even deal with the issue you have over the phone. If you have no relationship with that person, they don't know what your current situation is. They don't feel safe to give you the advice. And same thing as having an accountant. And my mom is actually a bookkeeper. So I definitely understand that thing. She meet with her clients every three to four months. Yeah, absolutely. And and just like if you're calling a doctor because you've got a you know rash on your face, if you're calling an accountant to say like, hey, I don't know where my money's going. I don't know what's going on. Or I have this huge tax bill. This doesn't make any sense to me we can't answer that question without diagnosing, right? We have to, we can't just say, oh, well, this is why, because we don't know. We have to look at and see what's going. We have to unpeel the onion, the layers of the onion and figure out like what's actually going. Is it someone that's stealing from you? Are you taking out too much money from the business? Is it what is happening in the business to cause that situation? Yeah, so perfect. You need someone to diagnose that. And as we're diagnosing our patients, our clients, we have to put ourselves in that spot too. Be vulnerable enough to face the fact that we're not perfect. Don't try to be perfect. You're not saints. Why do you want to try to be one? And leverage other people's resources because it saves you time, money, and energy, really, at the end of the day. So I definitely know one of the things I always preach about is you focus 80% of your time into things that you're passionate about and you're really good at. If it's just your passion you're not good at, that's a misconception of a hobby and not a work. If you are really good at but not passionate about, that is a distraction. If it's either good or passion, that's definitely needed to be delegated and completely eliminate from what you need to do. Then we can continue to build momentum because you're in the zone of both your genius zone and your passion zone, right? And can we think about that and focusing more on those level? And that means is text your thing? If it's not, You're not passionate about crunching all those numbers, waiting for which patient has filed the insurance reimbursement for you, then get someone else to do it, especially people who are so talented and in their zone of genius to help you. Yeah. I mean, just like, I don't know anything about medicine, right? Like it shouldn't be your job to keep up with tax law. Like that's not what you should be doing. That's not how you should be spending your time because that's our job. So that's something that we can do. And just like you, every business owner should understand the basic tax mechanics of how the business works, right? Like that's a normal responsible thing. And so an accountant with the heart of a teacher is really a good thing. Someone who's going to explain to you how the pieces of the puzzle fit together. Same thing with the lawyer, right? You want to understand the basic laws of employment, you know, whatever it may be in your state, but you don't know, need to know the entire state law book. So that is so true. I'm so happy that you're here. Before we wrap up, would you give us some 
piece of advice for if people are in corporate with big hospital or organization, now they wanted to start building a business of their own. What would be first couple steps they should think about? Yes. So a first few steps, you have to keep your business completely separate from you personally. So go to your state website to see how, what kind of legal entity you can start. And depending on the state, that might be a professional corporation for licensed professionals. It might be an LLC. It depends. So start a separate entity. Once you have that set up a bank account for that entity, and then you personally can contribute some funds that's not taxable to that bank account. So it's not a deduction, but it's not considered income to the business. Eventually you'll be able to take that funds back out as a return of capital and just start there. So start with a dollar amount in mind and make a plan. So what will you need? Do you need to do credentialing? Do you need to do a website? Like start building the blocks and bring the boat to the dock. So start getting all those pieces together before maybe you jump ship and open up so that you're ready to really hit the ground running and focus on what you do best once that business is started. But from day one, as soon as there's money coming into that business, you should be saving for taxes right away. Amazing. Thank you so much, Julie, for all the wisdom that you provide for us. How can people find you and discover more your services? Yes. So you can find me at greenoakaccounting.com. You can schedule a free consultation with my team if you'd like to find out more about our services. And I also have a podcast called Therapy for Your Money. Um, And I talk about all things money and finance for therapists in private practice, which again can also apply to other healthcare professionals as well. Thank you. Thank you for your time. And thanks everyone for listening in. And either you're watching this as a video on YouTube or you are listening in on your drive home time to take a walk. I thank you for being here and please share if you like this episode and leave us a review on iTunes. Love for you to join us next week. Bye-bye. All right, my friend, how did you love this episode? Make sure to subscribe to our show so you can continue to build your positive intelligence for that beautiful mind of yours to live powerfully and passionate. I know this just the tip of the iceberg. You probably have a lot more questions on actually how do I implement those things into my own life? Well, this is the solution. Joining us inside the private Facebook group go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash powerful passionate where I go live weekly to answer any questions that you have and continue to put more resources for you to help you to get to that point. You can be both powerful and passionate where you're no longer working on any mundane work and truly focusing on the things that matter. You can be both powerful and passionate where you can overcome any mental roadblocks keeping you from success. You can be both powerful and passionate where you feel energized from the moment you woke up to the time you go to bed. Join me and together we can create a life where you can be both powerful and passionate.